There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet. Which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high coverage foundation. More popular than soft launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I'm alone. I don't know. I hope Matt makes it in. I make it in, Jimmy. Thank God I'm a little late, you but do. I make it in. And we also have Rose Namajunas uh, on the phone and a Quincy reference to die for. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now... Your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Right now, it is just Jim Norton and Chris, the producer. Hey, guys. Matt Sarah is on his way, but there is an issue with the trains coming in. We have a little snow today, and so I don't even know if that's the issue or if they're just, you know, because it's New York. And Matt had some problems coming in from Long Island. So he should be here. Uh, we have uh, a Rose Namajunas, Thug Rose, is calling in um, towards the end of the episode, we hope. And uh, I, we are big fans of Thug Rose here, as you know. And I'm also a big fan of Pat Barry, her, uh, I guess, fiancé at this point, and yeah. former heavyweight killer. Her coach. And coach, and a tremendous job uh, they did. Boy, they did a great job with Joanna. But um, I was leaving SiriusXM this morning, and I bump into Josh and Pat and Rose. In the lobby, our show, Jim and Sam ends at 11. So I'm like, oh, my, hi, guys. I hug Pat and I hug Rose. And Josh is like, well, we really slammed today. And I'm like, well, you didn't put her on Jim and Sam. We do. A, we love Rose and we love yeah. Pat. We'd have them both on. Yeah. And they're not coming in studio here, so I'm complaining. I'm starting the podcast bitching uh, that I understand that the fighters get very busy. I, I really do. I mean, I know that New York is a big press area, so we need to hear... But, you know, we would like to have Rose in studio. We are the official podcast of the UFC. Oh, of course. We'd love to have her in. And, and it's, I, it's I, frustrating. We've before asked the, before. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know. Again, if you're doing Sports Center in Connecticut, like, yeah, I get it. Right, which she might be doing later. We don't, You know, I don't know what her schedule is. But we do have Rose calling in. They're selling. The tickets are on sale on Friday for UFC 223. She's defending her title for the first time against Joanna. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the thought process was there, but we do have Rose calling in, but yeah, we would have liked to have had her in studio. Um, yeah, that would have been nice to have her. Uh, but again, she'll call. So I guess a couple of things to update. Hopefully Matt will be here soon. Cause I've run out of steam already. <laughs> He'll be here. He'll let me know. Uh, we're promoting, uh, 221 is, uh, Romero versus Rockhold. It's coming up, I guess this Saturday. Yes. Um, Mario Yamasaki, which we will talk about again, if Matt arrives right before the Rose interview. He got a lot of flack for his uh, his not stopping that fight, the Shevchenko Priscilla uh, Cachuera fight. 
he was not stopping. She was getting a pounding, yeah. a real pounding uh, on the fence at the end of the first, I think, and then it just being really bloody badly in, in the in the middle of the ring in, in the octagon in, in, in the second. And uh, Yamasaki, uh, Dana hates him. It's obvious. Right. I mean, I don't think I'm giving away any inside UFC secrets. <laughs> when Dana goes on Instagram and tells a million people, this guy sucks. <laughs> he hates Dana, hates the hard thing he does. Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing. If, boy, if you, no one has ever said, I wonder how Dana White feels about me. No. You know immediately. He can't help it. It's like President Trump. You know how he feels about you. Yes. And that's a good thing. Because uh, you never feel like you're being bullshitted by Dana. So he has uh, come out and bashed Mario Yamasaki before. And he did it again. He apologized to the fighter. Right. Who really was being just mauled by uh, by Valentina? Valentina was just her strikes were extremely accurate, extremely fast, cutting weight obviously down. It didn't hurt her at all. No. Made her faster, and uh, on the ground she was just she was pummeling. Yeah, well, and Dana, Priscilla. you know, to to, Val- to the point about Valentina, when we talked to her, she was like, "No, it's no problem getting to 125. It's she just a no little issue. more discipline, whatever." Yeah, and uh, you know, Dana was right, and it was a very classy thing to come out and say that he's honored to have Priscilla fight in the UFC. It's like. It's not her fault she lost. She got injured, we know, very early. Yes, fight, an so. Achilles injury. Although, yeah, her ACL, yeah. I'd love to sit Dana down privately and say to her, now, were you really proud to have her or were you simply looking for a way to be nice and then crucify Mario? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure he was happy to have her in there. And she's tough. Uh, absolutely. She's absolutely tough. Uh, eventually, she did tab. And the second tab. So, uh, Yamasaki, uh, through a representative, he had to release a, a statement, I guess, that he was getting a lot of flack from a lot of people. Yeah. He had intense criticism, and he said, uh, in the second round, I signaled uh, to Pedrita, which is, of course, Priscilla Cachoeira, that if she didn't move, I'd stop the bout. Every time I went to stop it, I signaled it to her, and she moved in an attempt to escape the blows. Unfortunately, I also can't control the number of strikes that are thrown. Again, when she's looking for a turnaround, she's in the game. Fighters go through periods of great effort and dedication in order to be there. MMA is a contact sport, and no fighter likes to have the fight interrupted without a chance to reverse the outcome. The way I see it, I allowed Peditra to be a warrior and keep fighting. I could have stopped the fight in the second crucifix or in the mount, but she was moving at all times. I also recognized I should have stopped it on the first tap of the rear naked, and I only stopped it a few seconds later. As for other people's opinions, they, he meant to say Dana, uh, have their right to issue them. So now, did he not see the first tap? He yeah, must not have seen it. He must have missed it. But but that's the thing when, and that's what calls into question a lot about his performance in that because she was getting the shit kicked out of her. Right. So you got to know. And Valentina could have kept going with the ground and pound. She was not defending. She was she was essentially yeah. helpless at that point. Valentina mercifully went to the rear naked choke. That's that, that right. Was like a way to end the she fight. She could have you know? continued bloodying yeah, her. Of course. Uh, so yeah. So he he missed it on uh, not stopping it uh, when it should have probably been stopped. And uh, he also missed the first tap. So it was an abysmal performance. And very rarely do you hear like the uh, the commissions get involved. Right. But uh, a couple of people from the Brazilian MMA Athletic Commission, the executive director had this to say in part about his performance. Uh, the commission has discussed the stoppage with referee Mario Yamasaki at the post-fight meeting held at venue with all the officials assigned to the event. We made it clear all of our concerns regarding the incident. Let me say... We chewed his asshole out. <laughs> is that the translation for any, um, you know, all of us who are non-referees and non-commission members? Uh, Priscilla Cachoeira demonstrated toughness and heart during the first two rounds. During those two rounds. But those are two, and this is an important thing this person said, but those are two attitudes that should not interfere or confuse the referee when it comes to stoppages. Right. So basically, Mario's thing about how hard fighters work to get there is not relevant. We get it. 
of of respect to any fighter that gets in the octagon. Yeah. They all work hard. Some may be harder than others, but all of them, even a lazy fighter works hard. Right. You know, even a fighter who's not putting in a whole camp is busting their ass. Yeah, of course. So you can't take that into consideration when it could be a fucking debilitating injury they're about to suffer. And the commission member went on to say, Mario Yamasaki's been one of the best referees in MMA for the past decade and played a key role in helping our commission build the team of officials. We will discuss the next steps together and decide what is certainly best for all parts involved in the process. Mario is on thin ice. That's what that means. Yeah, well, you know, and that's that was interesting. I didn't realize that he was instrumental in helping build the officiating team for the Brazilian Athletic Commission. Obviously, if he's referring to Priscilla as Pedrita, he like... You know, it was referring to it by the, the nickname. So, like, there's a lot of familiarity there, and maybe that plays a factor when he's letting her you know, get beaten up. Yeah. Shots. yeah. But the, rep, the bottom line, I mean, who are the best referees? You'll hear mixed things about Herb Dean, I think, stops things a little soon. Uh, a friend of mine hates Herb Dean. He does it again. You know, <laughs> um, you know, Herb has stopped a few fights prematurely. Yeah, but uh, he's a good, I mean, uh, he's a very, very, very good referee. Yeah. Uh, the worst stoppage in history would probably be, I want to say, Meldrick Taylor against Julio Cesar Chavez when he was beating him and they stopped it in the final? Uh, or was it Pernell Whitaker? We could Google that. Yeah, we he was beating him and they stopped it in the final round because Chavez was having a great round. It was, there was a Meldrick, it was an earlier Meldrick Taylor fight in, the ni- in 1990. It was two minutes and 58 seconds into the 12th round. And he got stopped. Yeah. Out of three. Yeah. Out of three minutes. Jesus yes. Christ. Who was he fighting? Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez. Oh, Chavez, Chavez yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and that was uh, Chavez was undefeated at that point. Yep. So it was a pretty. I think Richard Steele was the uh, ref. Oh, I don't know. I've met girls I can't remember that I've slept with, and yet I, I remember Richard Steele. It's so funny that you say that because I was thinking that the other day. You you like know the the fighters' ages for some like you're just you're like he's 25, and I'm like why do you? A lot of times remember their records. Right. Weird little weight things. Um, yeah. I, I can remember that, but a lot of times the fights themselves I remember. But I just, my mind, it, my memory works in a weird way. Yeah. I don't remember to wear condoms. How's that? <laughs> I, I haven't remembered since 1991 to wear a rubber. I, I think you remember not to wear them. I certainly do. Yeah. Nor do I ask the young ladies I'm with to wear them. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, my memory works in a very weird way. So I wanted to throw Richard Steele as the referee, if you could check that. Yeah, I'm just curious. Sure. Uh, she defended the coaches. because There were a lot of criticism thrown at the coaches, saying they th- should have thrown the towel in. She said those are on the outside that don't know anything to criticize it. This isn't master and student. It's father and daughter. And no one can say how he's supposed to treat me. As for throwing in the towel, this is PRVT. That's our team. And we're the ones who know my limits. Throwing the towel, never. Yeah. That would be the difference between me and my team. I would say if I take more than three punches... Fucking whip that towel in. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, and you know, the, the bit I, now, like looking back on it, that we know she tore her ACL, she has this meniscus tear. That's, she told her coaches, sure. you know, my knee is hurting. But how could they know that how, how bad it's hurt, you know, at that point? Yeah, that was a bad one. That was like watching Paige Van Zandt fight with that hand. Was it a damaged right or left? I should have just said one. I had a 50% chance of being right. I think it was her right hand. But I'm so, but see, I see the things I remember. Yeah. I had two shots and I, I panicked and didn't do either one of them. Um, I'm, you are, you are correct about, uh, Richard Steele. Where is Rose and Pat right now? That's what I want to know. <laughs> what is Thug Rose doing and Pat Barry? I don't know. God damn it. Maybe My favorite MMA couple. Yeah. They're fun, man. They're, they're, I they're, love them. Yeah. I love having them in. Pat's a funny guy. Pat Barry, he's, oh, a, yeah. he's a Pat's a fucking maniac. I've never met him in person, but yeah, I've, I've always enjoyed. Wasn't it, weren't you? He wasn't he in the studio with us here? No. Oh, just on Jim and Sam. Yeah, yeah. He's a funny bastard, man. He's a he's a crazy dude. Like you could see, Pat's a fun guy. Right. 
Um, and he likes to be to joke around. He's an awesome sense of humor. He's silly. Yeah. Well, yeah, which I think makes sense with Rose, who you've seen like her develop over the years. That she's she's keeps a much more relaxed kind of attitude and just yeah. tries to stay light a lot of the time. You know. However, Pat's a guy you could see in his eyes. He's a man not to toy with. <laughs> no, I think so. I used to use one of my favorite fighters when I first started watching MMA. Yeah. I loved him. He's one, I think he was the first fighter I ever interviewed in person. Like, no, no, Liddell was. But we were at an event, we interviewed him. And uh, those just these big, heavy, thick tree trunk leg kicks. Yeah. Oh, was he fun to watch. So anyway, yeah. unfortunately, we won't be chatting with Pat Barry in person. I like to pat him on the back. Give him a back clap. There you go. How are you, PB? <laughs> I came home and they said, we have a package for you, Mr. Norton. And I looked, and it was a perfectly paired product. I opened it up, and it was a box with beautiful pro flowers and delicious Sherry's berries. And you open that, and you're like, oh, God, the flowers are going to be dead. The chocolates are going to be melted. No. No? They were not. The berries were not rotten. The chocolate on the berries was not melted. It was a perfect gift box. I love it. My flowers are blooming and lovely. I'm alone in my apartment, nude, just looking at my flowers, eating my chocolate-covered strawberries, <laughs> wishing I had friends. Send your Valentine's, a one, send your Valentine's, maybe you have more, I don't know, that's not my business. Send your Valentine a one-of-a-kind gift that really will impress. You know, when we get products, we have to be talk nice about them, but this is honestly one that I opened it, and it's exactly what they're saying it is. A perfectly paired, two-gift-in-one. Dip strawberries and gorgeous flowers arrive together in a beautiful, specially designed box that's going to keep your berries cold and your flowers fresh, guaranteed. The flowers have this weird thing wrapped around the stems, which keeps them moist, and it's uh, there's you know little rubber bands around them. There's plastic wrapped in the flowers in a way so that all of the uh, what's the top of the flower called? The flower skull. Mm. The flower skulls are not mushing together. It is amazingly and perfectly prepared in a vase. The only thing they don't uh, give you is tap water. The berries are in this thing. There's ice up by it. It's frozen. It's, per I mean, cold, you know, per just perfect. Uh, save 20% on any perfectly paired combination or any other gift over $29. Here's our promo code, UFC. Hurry and order right now. Valentine's Day is next week. What are you waiting for? You're a lousy spouse. You never bring her flowers. You never bring her chocolate-covered strawberries. You come home late. You smell. Why don't you do something nice for once? There's only one way to get 20% off gifts over $29. Berries.com. B-E-R-R-I-E-S. Go today. Enter our code UFC at checkout. This way, Matt and I are not fired. Berries.com. Code UFC. Now, this is a limited-time offer, and Valentine's Day is going to be here before you know it. Don't wait to check out the perfectly paired uh, gift and uh, think inside the box. After Max Holloway was forced to withdraw from UFC 22, uh, his reasoning was not good. Um, he said he was trying to catch up on This Is Us, and uh, that was his night to do it. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's a leg injury. Rumors started to circulate, oh good, that <laughs> Nick Diaz could be an option to step in and headline the event. Look, and I don't mean this to disrespect, I enjoy Nate Diaz. I respect him tremendously. He's a fun fighter, and he's a, he's a pretty fearless guy Nate Diaz is a fucking guy that doesn't get psyched out. That's why he was able to no. beat Connor and go the distance to say, you can't, he's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Nate Diaz is a psychopath. He's a triathlon psychopath. Right. Him you can't Nick. fucking scare him. No. You can't intimidate him. I feel like the guy describing the Terminator, that's all he does. <laughs> that's what he does. Nate's yeah. a, Nate fights. If Dana said, look, Nate, I'll give you 200 bucks to fight in an alley, he'd probably take it. <laughs> he likes to fight. 
So this is not about him not being, I think he's just holding out for Connor money. I don't blame him. Right. But after a while, Nate, you got to do it. Come on, buddy. Uh, to that end, uh, the LA Times, they texted Nate to ask if he'd step in. He said 100% when asked if he'd fight Eddie Alvarez. He said no. Meanwhile, Dana responded to the Times. Same question about Nate via text with a rolling eyes emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dana. Even in text, you know where you're standing. He responded. He followed up with, Nate doesn't want to fight. We've made around five or six fights in the last six months, and he's turned them all down. Alvarez, Gaethje, Barboza, and Ferguson multiple times. Yep. I'll tell you what would be a fun fight. Uh, Justin, uh, I'm sorry, Eddie Alvarez against Nate? Yeah, yeah. Justin Gaethje against Nate? Fucking Edson Barboza? Even after his beating, beating by Habib. Yeah, I'd just like to see that. Yeah, of course. Ferguson, I don't want to see because Ferguson's fighting Habib, and I want Ferguson to be fine. For Habib. That's what I want to see. Right. I mean, Eddie Alvarez and Nate Diaz makes a lot of sense. That's, a, that's They don't a like fight. each other. Right. At least I don't think they do. Well, whatever. I mean, Eddie, to me, Eddie doesn't like not, it seems like he's pretty cool with everybody generally, but he wants to fight. I Eddie mean. is a, you know, I got to say, man, as much as, <clears throat> you know, we, we don't, we don't rave and go crazy about Connor. You know, he beat Eddie handily mm-hmm. and, and decisively and silent. He, and Eddie's a tough motherfucker. Eddie, you saw that Justin, Justin Gaethje fight? Yeah. I mean, that knee to the forehead. I mean, just what a savage Eddie Alvarez is. Absolutely. And uh, the beating he put on RDA. Like, Connor's just, you know, I think the fact that he's so outspoken and such a shit talker and so flashy makes you forget, like, oh, yeah. Right. I almost think sometimes that lulls fighters into hating him and forgetting, like, he really can fight. Like, he really has a left that will knock a hole through a uh, wall. Yeah. And he's fast and he kicks beautifully. He's precision. And, you know, it's like Ali. People with the guys, he's got a big mouth and it makes you want to knock his teeth out. Totally. I, I think you're 100% right about that. That is the thing with Connor. Like, people are frustrated that he's not coming back to the UFC yet. He, he hasn't, he's only fought Floyd in the last year and a half. But when he does come back, he's a great fighter. It's really fun to watch him fight. And, and that does get lost in the shuffle. And Floyd getting into an MMA case. Look, <laughs> I didn't care about that video uh-huh. at all. But it would have to be amended rules, I think. You know, 15 seconds. Oh yeah, it would have to be on the ground. Which Matt thinks he could Connor could put him away easily in fifteen seconds. Probably could. I mean, you start breaking a guy's arm. Well, right. I mean, he would literally just have to take him down and then go for anything. Floyd has no jujitsu at all. Would Connor keep him standing for a little while and punch with him? Like, mm. you know, when you look at that fight, I personally don't think Floyd did everything he could have done to put Connor away. I think he took it a little bit. Now, I'm not gonna say he took it easy on him because Connor could knock you out. But again, he's Floyd Mayweather. Layla Ali said that, and other people, he's Mayweather. I mean, come on. Right. The guy's not my favorite fighter to watch, but he's one of the greatest ever. He's defensively, forget it. Connor's fast. Floyd is faster. Yes. He just is. Yes. And it's not a knock on Connor. Would Connor show any kind of. And again, I'm not saying, I don't think he carried it for 10 rounds. I'm not saying that. I think, though, that he put in enough where, he, you know, he was beating Connor. But I don't think I think he could have put him away faster, um, just because he's so experienced. That's yeah, my opinion. Yeah, probably. And that's the thing. I mean, you, you know, there's different stuff that comes out the longer you get, the further away from the fight you get. But right after the fight, Floyd said the strategy was let Connor punch himself. That's out. right. We know he's going to tire, and then after the sixth round, I'm going to be able to beat the crap out of him. And and that's kind of where the fight started to turn. Now, would Connor tap Floyd in the first round? Yeah, I mean, he would do whatever he wanted in in, a, in an MMA fight. I think you don't think that Connor would show that 
I mean, I'm saying Courtesy. I think whatever, yeah, whatever Connor wants Wanted to, do to do, yeah, is what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, he throws one kick at Floyd. Forget it. Floyd's not used to moving out of the way of feet. Right, well, right. That's the thing. Like, a, just a push kick. Just get Floyd away from you. Oh, those fucking straight kicks. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really need to see that. I don't want to see Floyd embarrass himself like that. Uh, Honestly, I just don't. Right. That would be embarrassing for him. Do you think that would be a bigger pay-per-view buy than no. the boxing match now? No, because it's already been done. The interesting thing was, could an MMA fighter who uses boxing skills in his fight, is known as a fast puncher, could he remove these weapons, which is kicking and, and uh, you know the ground game and knees and all those things, like you said, front kick. Right. Could, could he remove these weapons and be effective against one of the greatest fighters of all time? The answer was he could be effective, he couldn't win. Right. This is a different animal. This is, can Floyd do this? Can Floyd... Defend against things he's never had to encounter against a guy who has lightning fast kicks and punches. Yeah. Connor would land punches this time too because as soon as he drilled Floyd with a kick, Floyd would be looking out for his fucking kicks then Connor would punch him. Right, right. right. Well, and that's the thing with the, the sm smaller gloves with the four ounce gloves. Forget it. Connor might... Knock him and, out. Yeah, he possibly could. If he could land, then he probably would be able to and, win. And, for, and the whole thing that Connor was doing, which again, I thought the referee in that fight was very lenient with Connor because he was almost taking his back, which is just an instinct for him. Yeah. He would take Floyd's back in, instantly, standing up and put him down. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't think there's much interest. MMA fighters would watch it just to go watch this. Yeah. But you would not get the casual fans who, would it be big? Sure. Would it right. be one of the bigger ones in UFC? Yeah but it would not be the level of the other one because the fight's already happened. Right. The fight's already happened. Um, I, I just don't think there'd be the same interest in watching what you know is going to be Floyd getting the shit beaten out of him on the floor. Yeah, it's way more of a certainty. That that was the thing going into the Conor-Floyd boxing match. Like, yeah, in your head, you know Floyd's one of the greatest of all time. He's probably going to win this fight. Like, 99% he's going to win. Yes. But there's still a chance that Conor could win. There is no chance Floyd can win an MMA fight. No. None. Chant. Unless he had been training jujitsu for the last six years in his private life. But that's what it would have to be, right? Unless he like literally took jujitsu. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think you would have talked about that. Right. So anyway, we're off on a little tangent here. Um now the main event is still up in the air. Edgar Frankie Edgar is just, you know, again, he has so much to lose. It's like Cowboy who takes that fucking Darren Till fight. Like, what are you doing? He just takes these crazy fights. Yeah, Cowboys. He doesn't give a fuck. He's a different breed. Matt is in route to the studio, right? Yeah, now. well, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he said, uh, Edgar tweeted on Saturday, uh, Tuesday night, I'm down for anyone, any fight, any weight class. Let's save the fight card to Sean. No, he, he just said, uh, Cody Garbrandt responded. Yeah. Sean Shelby and Mick Maynard. They're the yeah, matchmakers. Fight Maynard, yeah. He responded, adding both his and Frankie's agent, Ali, uh, Abdelaziz. Thank you very much. You knew I'd fuck that up. Get us paid. I'm down. Fighters fight. UFC has made no announcement at this time. Let me tell you, man, I guess Cody wants that fight with uh, TJ badly, mm -hmm. but him and Frankie fighting, that's a huge risk for Frankie to take. And that's a yes. big risk for Cody to take too because Cody's a very skilled fighter. I love Cody. But when you saw that TJ just had a couple of extra weapons, Frankie is a different animal. Oh, yeah. Frankie is a different... Now, Cody's boxing, I think, is so above average and he's so fucking quick and he hits so fucking hard. He's, yep. again, like, he's very precise... But Frankie, to get in there with Frankie on short notice, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, for sure. Well, and the other aspect of that is that Cody's going up, up and weight. Up in weight, yes. You know? So, because, I mean, Frankie's fought as a lightweight. He's been the lightweight champion. So that's interesting, too. Who knows even if that fight potentially happened, what weight they would do it at. Maybe they would do it. At, I mean, you got to think featherweight, but, you know. Yeah, because Frankie, uh, yeah. 
So Bisping uh, recently responded on his podcast, uh, Believe You Me, to uh, Leona Machida called him out. I've got a lot of respect for Machida. I don't do good impressions, but I wish I could. I love Bisping. I really do. As I said on Saturday, he's one of the true martial arts specialists and one of the true martial artists who competes in the octagon. He respects him. Basically, and he's like, yeah, there's the whole steroid thing. Michael did not want to rehash that, which is rare for Michael. Yeah, right. So he must like you. Yeah. Because if Bisping's not calling you a cheating scumbag, he likes you. <laughs> right. Well, isn't that funny? Like, he's, he he won't do it to Machida. I guess he but likes But he always goes after Romero. Yeah, well, he hates Romero. Hates him. Yeah. But Romero's is kind of in doubt. Romero's suing he's the suing, drug company. Yep. Yeah. And the Rashad fight about is not going to happen that uh, Bisping had talked about. Uh, Machida fight as well as something he could serve as his last bout. He said similar to Rashad that in that uh, Leo is a former champ, long career. Uh, he's in the final stages, something uh, that they have not uh, fought and he has a lot of respect for. So that might happen. And he's saying basically he's had a great career and it ticks all the boxes at that sta- uh, from that standpoint. He's got to speak to the UFC about it. So we don't know. But he, it, the uh, option is open. Machida Bisping could be the final fight of Bisping's career. A couple of fights have been recently announced. Um... Fabricio Verdum, who I love, we all love, against Alexander Volkov, three against number seven. Yep. Uh, March 17th from London. Is that the main event? I'm going to guess it is. Yeah, that's the main event. Uh, Wilson Hayes against Jean Moraga. Another great fight, number six against number 10. Yep. And that's fight night. Poirier versus Gaethje. Wait. Poirier versus Gaethje? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm... You know, no, no, you're right. I thought you had the wrong one down there. I know that, that I'm thinking Alvarez versus Gaethje. I'm like, you put the wrong one down. Yeah, Poirier versus yeah, Gaethje yeah, is yeah. Uh, my fault. April 14th from Phoenix. Yeah. I thought that was in the, uh, and uh, Michael Chiesa against Anthony Pettis. That's a great fucking Ooh, fight. That's very funny. Chiesa yeah. against Anthony Pettis, number nine against 13. Has uh, Chiesa's fought since Kevin Lee, hasn't he, or no? No, this will he be his not, first why fight. Is he, was yeah. he injured? Why has he not fought since Kevin um, Lee? I'm not sure. I, I, I haven't heard that he was injured, but maybe he just, I mean, that wasn't that long ago. That was in Detroit. In well, Kevin Lee has fought since then. He fought uh, Tony Ferguson. Yeah. So what are you saying, Chris? <laughs> um, anyway, that's also on the Brooklyn card, which is shaping up to be a fantastic. Yeah, who's night. on this Brooklyn card? Uh, let's go over the. Uh, Edgar, uh, we don't know who's the main event right now. It was supposed to be. Well, that's two twenty-two. So the, oh, for, God, that's I'm the all Frankie over the Hollywood. place. Right. I apologize. The Brooklyn card. So that's Tony Ferguson and Tony. Oh God, Khabib and Tony, and then of course Rose against Joanna against is the uh, the co-main. I'm glad Joanna's getting. Oh, this is what I will address it with Rose. Uh, Carolina Kovalkiewicz came out and stuck up for Rose because Joanna has an excuse, may or may not be accurate, as to why uh, she lost that fight. Yeah. Uh, could be sour grapes. Um, God, Rose looks so peaceful and happy today. Not yeah. that I would know if I didn't happen to bump into her. Yeah. She's got a very like monk-like look now. She does. She's got the, the beads that she wears, the shaved the head. The shaved head, yeah. yeah. People say, why does she shave her head? I don't mind it. Right, she shaves it because it's a pain in the ass to train with long hair. She just it's just hair. hair. She got crew cut. Yeah, she doesn't. And care. you know who she admires? Jim Norton. That's right. Nama Yunus is a Jim Norton fan, <laughs> and I was her inspiration. Yeah. She's never said that, but I know it's true. Of course. Well, obviously, just makes sense. Of course. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Carolina's fighting Felice Herrig on that Brooklyn card, uh, which is a really fun. Are fight. they on the main card? Uh, main card's not set, but I would assume that that would be a main card fight, Ferguson. or, or uh, maybe a prelim like main event. Uh yes, uh, Felice Harry, that's a great fight. Uh, Ally Quinta, Paul Felder. Oh. I'm looking forward to that fight almost as much as the main and co-main events. Hmm. I mean, that fight is going to be tremendous. Uh, Paul Felder, though, he's doing so much announcing. Like, what does that fuck up your training? I, it can't not affect you. It, it does probably because of the travel, but I think in some ways it probably helps because you're studying. 
a lot of fighters, you're watching probably more fights than you normally would if you were just training and not doing commentary. Like Cruz, even for example, he started doing the commentary when he was injured. He yes, was out for he whatever, did. Three years, and that's got to keep you sharper, paying attention to all these fights. You know? By the way, it didn't hurt Cormier. All this announcing yeah. didn't hurt Cormier from doing a, a second round. Yeah, uh, putting somebody, uh, putting somebody away. Yep. Uh, that that fucking Uzumir uh, fight. Jesus Christ, was that effective? Uh, of course, okay, Kiesa Pettis. Is, oh, that's on that Brooklyn card, right? Jesus Christ. Yep. Um, and of course, uh, Ray Borg against uh, Moreno. Yep. Um, and and now I, I can't. Uh, Jolo's on is fighting uh, Chris Grutzmacher. Grutzmacher. I couldn't see that from here, and I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't have known it. Uh, Grutzmacher. I would not have pronounced correctly. So that is a tremendous card. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, that is Brooklyn, April 7th. Correct. Oh, I'm so glad I remembered that. That's great. You're, you're on the money. You're good. I'm on the money with that. Yeah. April 7th, I'm on the money, but I can't remember the Frankie Edgar Max Holloway was in March. <laughs> it gets confusing. Yeah. And oh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not being a company whore here, but I'm going to say that every card has great fights on it. I'm psyched about all of these cards. Who else is on the uh, the uh, the Frankie? Of course, this this uh, Saturday, UFC 221 is coming. Remember, it's Lock, Rockhold, because of course, poor uh, Whitaker uh, is injured. And he has like that staph infection. So hopefully uh, Robert Whitaker will be back soon and healthy. Yoel Romero, he's still number one fighting Luke. They've not fought, have they? No. Okay, so no. that's still a great fight. They wind up pulling a great fight. Oh, out. yeah, this 221 card. We'll go over it when McIntyre will do the picks. That's a, it's, an absolute, it's a great card. Yes. Now this is uh, UFC 222, of course, the next one after that. Why would I say that? Let's, cr- <laughs> let's, let's, let's analyze. Uh-huh. Why would I put in those extra words? We knew, Jim. That's 222. UFC exactly. 221. Now, UFC 222 would logically follow it up. Hey, that's why this guy is the co-host of the podcast. He knows. Who said Jim doesn't know MMA? He knows that 222 comes after 221. Right now, Dane is looking at people at WME and going, that's why he's here. This kid knows. <laughs> you guys keep asking why is he here. That's why. That's yeah. why he's here. Uh-huh. Max Holloway, Frankie Edgar, of course, not happening. They need to fix that. Yeah. Someone against Frankie Edgar. Potentially, uh, and that's the thing. Like you know, Frankie Hector, wants to fight, but they got to put a fight together. Uh, CB Dalloway, Hector Lombard. Hector Lombard. I love watching Hector Lombard. Stefan Struve against Andre Olarski. That's a fun fight. Yeah. I don't know if that has any real championship uh, implications at the moment, Probably but it's still not, fun yeah. to watch. Yep. Kat Zingano versus Ketlin Vieira. Obviously, yes. we talked to Kat. Um, Ashley Yoder versus Mackenzie Dern. She's making her UFC debut, Mackenzie Dern, so that's a fun fight. Okay, let me see if I can get his name from here. I can't. Uh, oh, so I can never. No. Nope. Oh, I know. <laughs> Sean O'Malley versus Andre Sukumtat. Sukumtat, yes. Yes, that's a fun fight. I can never get that. Brian Caraway against I Cannot See. Uh, Cody Stamen. Jeez, my eyes are getting bad, dude. I am going blind. This is at a weird angle for you, too. I, can I know, but no, I'm just getting older. Yeah. I have fucking reading glasses now from CVS. <laughs> the little cheaters, they call them. The wor- yes, they do. That's what I've always, it's always been my nickname. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Vanille uh, Daryush versus, uh, who's he fighting? Uh, Bobby Green. Oh, that's that just got made, I guess. I Bobby guess Green it just did. Fought just fought. Yes, ago, he yeah. did. And then the Who did Bobby Green just fight? Um, we can take a look right now. Oh, now. And then uh, Dotson and Munoz has been remade. Has been moved that, there, yes. Yeah, which is nice. Let's see who. You can remember. never not enjoy John Dotson fighting. Oh no, he's he's a a contender all the time. He's always a contender. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bobby Green just fought. Yeah, I can't remember. He. Uh... Oh, Eric Koch. Okay. Yeah. But uh, let's go over this card. Oh, we will do it when Matt gets here. Okay. We're gonna have to do it. We want to talk more about Mario Yamasaki when Matt walks in. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as a fighter, how did he feel about that? I think we discussed it with him, didn't we? Last week we talked about it on on uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Well, now we got you know now we we have a little bit more from. 
Mario. I'm just interested to see what Matt thinks about that as a mindset for a referee. That it's like... Text Josh, see if they're on their way. No, they're, they're calling us. They're not, uh, they're not coming here. You should guilt text Josh. <laughs> guilt, give him a guilty text. Give him a guilt text? Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm going to tweet Rose. I'm going to guilt text Rose. Or tweet Rose. I can't text Rose. Even if I had Rose's number, I wouldn't text her. I don't need fucking Pat Barry mad at me. But what should I write? Loved bumping in sure. to Rose. What's Pat Barry's Twitter? Um, I don't know, but it's H. It's Pat H D Barry. This is uh, he's a fucking maniac. <laughs> Pat H D Barry, <laughs> fucking kook. Well, uh, that's funny. Like Pat, I he's been him. he's been fighting for so long that like H D high death, like a new thing. Yeah, I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fucking hey Chuck VCR Liddell. <laughs> can't use technology in your name, guys. It fucking it's, it, it changes. Pat Barry's hype or die is his Twitter. Hype or die. Uh, who do, if you don't love Pat Barry, you are a fool. Oh, yeah, he's great. Well, if you've never seen the, the fight against Czech Congo, which, by the way, I think that fight could have been stopped. I don't know who the ref was, but I that agree. fight could have been stopped earlier, and then Pat would have never gotten knocked out by Czech Congo, one of the craziest comebacks Who's the ref? in the history of the sport. Let's go in there and look at that ref. Matt would know. Matt has a weird knowledge. Yeah, they fought in a tournament uh, in Rio in 1984. Like, Matt's amazing, yeah. obscure knowledge he has of, of fights that I've never heard of taking place in different uh, jiu-jitsu tournaments, or he knows all these weird... Yeah, they used to play ice hockey together. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's, like, encyclopedic about yeah, the earlier... You know who else is, too? Who I want to get back on this show, because a lot of people confuse us uh, physically. Uh -huh. uh, I, I want to get uh, Chuck Zito. Yeah, he was in... Uh, I know, he doesn't like me. No, I'm kidding. He, I love Chuck Zito. Chuck is a great MMA guy. He knows all the old ones. and um, It was Dan Mergliata was the ref. Okay, and Dan's a so, good ref. Yeah. I, I happen to like Big John McCarthy. He's probably my favorite. Or Keith Peterman. Where's it, Peterson? Peterson, yeah. Peterson, yeah. Yeah, Mark Goddard's a good ref. They're all, uh, oh, Mark Goddard, yeah. yeah. Mark Goddard likes to take control. Mark Goddard likes to stop and go, I'm in charge, whatever his fucking accent <laughs> is. You hear when yeah. he goes, I run the action in here. I say stop. That was. I want to say that was against uh, Mitch... Uh, uh, against uh, uh, oh, don't tell me, Michelle. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, what's it? Pavar? Pazaris. Uh, Pazaris. Yep. yep. Against uh, Desmond Green. Yeah. I think that's who he said it to because Desmond. Uh, he was. He. Uh, Michelle was dropping elbow strikes to the back of the head, and I think Desmond. Uh, what did he do? I mean, I guess he kind of complained about it, and then Goddard stood them up, took the position. Oh, wait away. until I stop it. I control the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that Mark did that. He's a by the way. If they're giving out an award, and I understand the uh, Hall of Fame awards area for greatest hairdo on a ref, Mark oh, Goddard has good. to get it. Yeah. Not that Herb Dean doesn't work hard, and Mario's isn't bad either, but he's on the outs as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what ends up happening there because the UFC doesn't control the commissions. Obviously, that's there's a reason for that, but it'll be interesting to see if we see Mario again. I mean, does Dana have any ability to keep him out? Maybe not. I mean, being that vocal about it, and I think a lot of people, it wasn't just Dana was the only one saying it. I think you could watch that fight and realize it could have obviously been stopped a lot earlier. But has Mario done that before? What was the one that Dana got mad at him for with the heart one? The heart. <sighs> Shit, I don't remember. Let me see. Yeah. You mean, you know, there's got to be something. I'm looking for it. I know. Yeah. I'm going to take a leak. All right, we'll take a break. And I think Matt probably should be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. 
Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. It's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage, the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 33. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph and a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. You know, we got a question for all the people who are like, uh, I'm going to listen to a podcast to help me fall asleep. This podcast keeps you awake. You struggling to get some shut eye? I'm a terrible sleeper, as I've said on this program. Chris, you know that. Now, if you answered yes, you're in luck. We got a great tip on how you can zonk out more easily. Uh, Take out the word zonk. (laughs) Mattress Firm, America's neighborhood mattress store, lets your budget stretch further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep. We're always looking for ways to improve our sleep. Hey, how about these guys hit the kid up with a little discount? My mattress stinks. I've had it for 15 years. I got great use out of my mattress, but it's time for a new one. These guys are more than mattress experts. They have the whole package that helps you transform your mattress into a bed from adjustable sheets and bases to headboards. Oh, from adjustable bases, adjustable sheets. Yeah, as opposed to the sheets that do not adjust. Yeah, they stretch. These guys have adjustable sheets. You can get under them. From adjustable bases and sheets to the headboards and bedroom decor, they have you covered literally and figuratively. Now, here's what you do. You go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast. 
to see what deals are happening right now as I read this sentence to you. Right now. Even if you're in your car, break out your laptop and go to it while you're driving. They even offer you a 120-night sleep trial to ensure perfection and a 120-night low-price guarantee. That's amazing. So you know you paid the perfect price. Look, go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast to learn how your sleep can be monumentally improved. And if you're like me, you really need that. And there's nothing better than a good night's sleep and nothing worse than a lousy night's sleep. And if you're still awake, we're going to restart the podcast now, assuming that's cool with you. Why wouldn't it be? I just tinkled. And when I came back in the room, guess who I saw? Hello, everybody. It's Camaro Bucko. <laughs> Ravioli lad I'm getting out of you motherfuckers. <laughs> Could you stop with this shit? Dude, I saw that. I fucking howled. Ravioli lad, ravioli fucking savage. It's not cool because I had raviolis the other night. Ravioli lad is my favorite. Ravioli lad. Oh, shit. Did you explain to the audience what happened to me? Uh, I said to them. You're a good friend, Jimmy. I I said to the audience. The, I said our Pat Mal is having uh, our, our Pat Mal our, our uh, pal Matt is having some trouble okay. because of the trains because of the snow hold so on some kind of a train malfunction our buddy on. is late All right, we gotta go to we gotta do a pick soon so let me just I'm, I'm super honest Jimmy I know I, I, th- you, and you know what I do I, I like that you look out for me of course I, I do you don't want me to get in trouble no you want me to tell like listen I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a responsible dude can I tell you what happened? No Matt fault fucked it is. up. I did fuck up. I fucked up. I definitely <laughs> fucked up. Uh, there's, I listen, there's a little reasoning, but you know who you should blame? Chris Lytle in my last fight fucking whacked my head around. <laughs> oh, oh, right. He laid in some good shots. No, it's not Chris's fault. He's a great man. Shout out to Chris Lytle. Hell yeah. Uh, hell of a punch. But um, no, listen. I like that shirt. You look like Moody's oh, bodyguard. You ever see the end of You ever see my, my bodyguard, Matt Dillon's, the guy who beat up Linderman? Yeah, dude, the no, bald guy in the yeah, fucking park? That's Moody's bike now. That's what Matt looks <laughs> like. Right you know what? That was a great movie, My yeah, Bodyguard. Dude, my father took me to see Stardust Memories. I wanted to see My Bodyguard, and my dad took me to see a Woody Allen movie, and I was like, this sucks. I was 13. Yeah. So then he took me to another theater, and we saw like the last three three quarters of My Bodyguard. The majority of our audience would never seen My Bodyguard. Uh, what happened, Matt? Well, wait, but by the way, because oh, we're wait. talking about movies, look at your look at your soundboard there. Look at your soundboard. What is this one? Hold There's on. a new one. Oh, wait a second! I'm so happy. So, like, if somebody, th- so it could be the condescending, or if it's really that's something. Okay, Jimmy, I'll give you a reason to use Go ahead, it. Let me see. Um, uh, this is so much fun already, though. Go ahead, Jimmy. I'm sorry. I don't want to. Go ahead. Uh, people are calling you Ravioli Lad. <laughs> it's a, it's long, but. <laughs> I might have to cut it short oh, a little bit, but it's, oh, why did I ruin it? Yeah, it's all right. We can't listen to that again, Next but it's not bad. No, it's, it's not bad. It's the Max Katie from Cape Fear, Robert De Niro. He's sitting in the front of the, the uh, of the, well, the fucking what? Of the movie theater. And he's got the the cig- the uh, big cigar, and he's got his feet up, and he's laughing at the movie. Is that where that's from, that part, the movie theater? Yep. Yes. Yep. Wow, it's yeah. so great. But anyway, Jimmy, can I tell you what happened? Now come out wherever you are, Matt. Great movie. I was Cape walking Fear. around today like Max Katie looking for you. Yeah. No millennials know what the fuck we're talking about. Yes, they do. The movies. You trying to offer me something hot? Go on now. <laughs> and, and the... Uh, what about how easy he got that the the mature girl that was a little insecure? Fucking uh, Ileana Douglas. Yeah, she, she's like, I'm drinking sea breezes. I hope you can afford them. You know, ten minutes later, he's biting a piece of her face out. I know, psychopath, <laughs> right? <laughs> they gotta be careful out there. That's fucking crazy movie. I know. So this is what happened, really quick. Go so on now. Get the Tell pigs. us. Gotta get the pigs. What we happened? Get the champ calling in. So Jimmy, this is what happened. I have my kids uh, pep rally. 
at, at uh, 4 p.m. today. So I have, and it's right exactly across, this is boring. No. Across the street from, listen, from the train station. So I kept at a different train station that I normally take. Sure. So that kind of threw me off. So I'm like, right, you know what? Uh, I, I got the schedule. So I'm like, listen, I got an, an 11.30. And nope, we start at 1 o'clock. This is the problem, Jimmy. One fifteen, we start on Mondays. On Jimmy. Mondays, That's I know. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah this somebody, uh-huh. So, so when I got a call, right. when I got a text from him, I go, oh, fuck, I bet Jimmy... I bet Jimmy fucking is, is fucking me this morning and uh and uh and, and it's gonna fucking cancel for the last minute he has a gig in fucking Idaho. No and then but it wasn't you, Jimmy. It wasn't you at all, it was me. Yeah, you 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 just got on the wrong train, which one No Oh sorry. Why are you doing that? You got on the wrong train. Why are you, why are you booing me? But Matt I'm eventually up. Back, I, it was bad Matt weather did make it in. I didn't well, yeah, that, well, don't yeah. go crazy. Late, I mean, <laughs> listen to me. I'm, I'm here. I'm giving 100 percent. I usually say 110 percent, but it really makes no sense. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. Not but it kind of, I give a little extra than than 100 percent. Well, I'm happy. But I'm it. I'm happy. I'm here too. I fucked up. I ain't gonna lie to you. But it was. I uh, tried covering for you. Damn. I, and I'm so slow. I, when I got, I really didn't realize until he's like, "Are you almost here?" And I'm, I sort of text after the call. If it was a call, I was just going to let that go to voice. Well, of course. I'm a, busy, I'm a busy man. You're very busy. Ripping Camorras, but, uh, having ravioli. <laughs> ravioli <laughs> lad. In ravioli effect. lad. People are having a good time with that. <laughs> but let me tell you, I'm here now, and I do apologize. Okay, pal. All right. Let's Thank move forward. Know. Well, I'll tell you this. You came in hot, though, because we were talking oh. right before the break. I was we, we, we couldn't remember the fight that Dana first got pissed off at Mario. Mario I, I, about. I know. I, I said to, you'd know. I go to Matt. I go... Hey, what was the fight that, that Dana was mad at Mario Yamasaki about before this most recent one? He's like, wasn't it Kevin Lee and Michael Kiesa? Are you pointing to me to jump like, in? Son of a bitch. You can right. do it without the yeah, I, yeah, I, I knew I knew it. But uh, oh. I thought I knew it. Was that the right one? Yeah, it was the early Yeah, one. he stopped it too fast. Yeah, that's what he said. That's right. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, and I love that Michael Kiesa, but you know. He maybe did, but it did look like the guy went out. I ain't gonna lie. Well, you know, but that's the referee's job. So, that, so in other words, he gets, so listen. So he he went from two extremes. He went from all right, the guy's not hurt at all, and he's still in the fight, quite right. you know possibly. That's right. To all right, let me see if you know she could take this pun. I don't know what the hell he was waiting. I don't. Even, what was he waiting for in the last one? Oh, that's amazing too, right? Because he missed the tap actually in this last fight. And the he didn't one. even wait for the tap in the other one. So <laughs> he, it's like, hey, Mario, could you find a nice middle ground? Right? Take the tap from this fight that you missed and put it in the first one. Right. You don't add up your taps at the end of the month. It's not like sick time. It's not like our picks. Let's do our picks. Do you like the segue? Do we you like the, the fucking we, segue? Did we, I miss any other good news? We have Thug Rose calling in. Okay, let's forget. All right, you guys already talked about the news. That ship has sailed. Tyson Pedro. Hello? Oh, wait, can I look at Safarov. Yeah, you got it. Yes, tight. perfect. Yeah. What am I looking at? Yeah. Now, Tyson Pedro's number 13. Okay. I am. Uh, is he coming off a loss? I believe he is. A he is. Decision? He's coming off his first loss, and it was a decision. Loss. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go uh, with light heavyweight Tyson Pedro. I'm a big fan. I think that that loss is going to teach him a lot. Who did he lose to? Uh, I'm pulling that up right now. Let's see. Oh. It was Ilir Latifi beat him in a unanimous decision. That's right. So a guy with more experience. Yep. Okay. I'm going to take Tyson Why don't Pedro you... I'm looking by at knockout. Yep. Second round. He's in his yep. home country. Fair enough. Or is he from New Zealand? Uh, he's, I think he's from New Zealand, but you know, he's from, from that part of the world. No, no, no. Sydney, Australia. Okay. Where's his uh, opponent from? Uh, Saparov. I'm assuming he's Russian, but let me see where he's from. Yeah. And and what's Saparov's record right now? He is eight and one. He's coming off a loss to a guy you're familiar with, Gian Vellante. Oh, just read. Wait. It's a, it was in 2016. Oh, so it's a while ago, but yeah. And how'd that happen? 
It was a while ago. Yeah, it was a second round knock. Uh, TKO, but oh, and he's, and he's and that's his only loss. Yeah, he's eight and one. Well, they, they, you know the heartthrob is no fucking lemon. No, Gian Vellante. You know what I mean? He's got that talk about heavy hands. Yes, he does. You know what I mean? Uh, interesting. Okay, and uh, wait, has he fought? What has he done since then? Tell me. He hasn't fought since then. What's the matter? His last fight. He's taking a break for. I don't know. This is interesting. This is an interesting fight. I like Tyson. Tyson just got out hustled this last fight, no? Uh, I I don't know out hustled, but he definitely it was like he he was just muted up against the cage. He he just kind of like blunted his game plan. You know what I mean? But it was a good. I think this is going to be quite the scrap, but I'm going to take Tyson Pedro by um by decision actually. Okay, you think it's going to go the distance? All right. You know, hey, listen, hey, who am I, Jimmy? I'm just the guy. Well, you're with the a- former champ. I, you know, I ain't gonna lie to you. I did shock the world. <laughs> Don't watch the rematch, people. Yeah. Anyway, you know, you gotta take the good with the bad. Anyway. All right. I'm taking Tyson Pedro. First round knockout. Why not? I don't know. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. He's very adamant about that. Uh, Jake Matthews versus Lee Jinglong in the next mm. fight. Wait, what's his last name? Jinglong? Yes, I am absolutely. Okay, well, you go first. Really? Well, wait, what happened in Jinglong's last fight? Uh, he's coming off a TKO win over Zach Otto. That was in November. That's whose? That's Lee Ji Long. Yep, Lee Ji Long. And then he had the fight of the night against Frank Camacho. He's on a four fight win streak. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and how he, about uh, what did Jake Matthews do last fight? Uh, let's see. It's a good question that Matt Matt has hairy forearms. Yeah, I think that might be from the TRT. Wow, I'm glad I don't hairy. take it. Yeah, but my back's not really hairy, and I have you gotten more chest. hair on your forearms? What's that? Yeah, I think so. I'm like a little, I'm like a little hair. I'm like a little Wolverine, a little Italian Wolverine. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Jake Matthews is Jimmy, coming I'm off so of happy a... to be here, Jimmy. I'm I glad you made you it. I don't see you. I'm glad you made it. Uh, are you going to come to my house this weekend? After the, uh, yes. it's my daughter's, it's my yeah, daughter's birthday. Too, I'll text you when I'm done. Make sure it's not too late. But now you feel you got to bring a gift, so you're not going to come over. I'll bring a gift. No, you don't have to bring a gift. I'll bring a pair of sunglasses, something cool. Something, yeah. something that Matt would like. <laughs> I'll bring a Jim Norton and Sam Roberts mug or some shit. I'll, there that, you that, go. That's a gift for me. I'll bring him a signed Chuck Liddell jersey. Perfect. I'll have Reed oh, Harris thanks. send me something. But let me know, though, because, you know, I like the party. What are we up to? So Jake Matthews is coming off of a split decision win over Bojan Velikovic in November. And then prior to that, he had two losses to Andrew Holbrook, a split decision, and Kevin Lee knocked him out. That's Jake okay. Matthews. All right, so I want to talk about the now, – now, okay. So so we got um, Jingalang. Well, uh, you can't, you no, can't say the uh, J, though. Jinglong. Jinglong. Yeah, Lee Jinglong. But if you look at that, what are you going to say if you're just like a guy who's like, right, what is it, it does say? look like Jingliang. Jing All right. Yes. But yes. it's not. How do you pronounce it? Jing Long. Long. Xing- it's, it's Jing Long. All right. Yeah. Jing Long. Jing Long, it, 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 this is an interesting matchup in a sense. I'm wondering why they made this matchup. Where, why would they have with Jake Matthews, who's coming off of, I mean, don't get me wrong. Oh, it's in Australia. Yeah, That's well, why. he's Australian. And he's coming off a win. <laughs> he's coming off a win. Why are you, why, Jimmy, are you... Uh, taking uh, this guy out of the fight, Jake Matthews. Um, Why not. are you thinking that he's not going to do all right? I'm not. I just think he's got the hometown crowd around. That's them. true. Uh, but I think Li Jinglong is going to win this fight. I'm going to give Li Jinglong a TKO uh-huh. in the third round. Okay, that's what my Listen, guess is. I think Jake Matthews is going to go out there and he's going to have that crowd behind him. You know what I mean? And I think Jinglong. Jing Long, you got Jing it. Jing Long. Why do, why do I second guess myself? I know it's Jing Long. Right. 
I think Jing Long's going to go in there super confident. Super confident. You understand me, Jimmy? And he's going to be like, dude, you don't belong. Let me look at this record again. Okay, they're just putting you on because you're an Australian boy? Is that why? Ha, listen to me. You know what Jake Matthews is going to say? Not up in here, Jimmy. <laughs> Not up in here. I'm calling the upset. I, I'm fucking saying it. Am I, I might be doing this with my heart, Jimmy. I might be doing this with my heart instead of my head, but that's okay. Because there's some things that you can't get from a textbook. That's right. So what do you got? You got Matthews. How's he going to do this? I just like when I go into these rants, I see Jimmy cleaning his nose. I can't help it. I'm stuffing. He's thinking about doing his laundry later. I'm listening to you. I, 100%. Jimmy, don't. Jimmy, Jim I'm Norton, taking Lee Long. Jim Norton doesn't I, I do know. his own laundry. I, mean, I don't do my own laundry, but oh, that's cute that you asked that. <laughs> I take, I'm going to take an upset with this one only because I'm, I'm you think Jake? fucking vibe. I, I know. Okay. I, I do. I, I am taking Jake, and I'm going to say he's going to... Uh, Tell me about his last win again, Jake's last win, because I forgot it just really quick. It was a decision? Yeah, it was a decision. Inverse. Split decision win. Verse? Um, Bojan Velikovic. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I think this is, I think this is the, the coming out party here for Jake Matthews hmm. okay. on, the, on the fight scene. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, he's going to make some waves with, with uh, my man here. I'm going to say, I'm going to say second round KO with TKO. Whoa. I, I, listen to me. Okay. Who would have, hey. We already discussed who the fuck I am, but uh, I think he's going to hear this and he's going to go, you know what? That guy believes in me too. And he shocked the fucking world. That's true. That. And he's got hairy forearms now. All right, let's go. So I pick him. What do you about? What do you uh, I got Li Jing Long by decision. Okay. I think it's a tough hey. guy. It's going to be tough to, go to get him out of there. Take but... the safe bet, everybody. Yeah, go ahead. Know. All right. I like, I like, I like shockers. This is wait, a, hold on, wait a minute, you <laughs> to, yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah, you want to give me a shocker? No, no, not you, oh, Jimmy. Right. Not you. All right, whatever. That's my private business. Okay. What else we got? I'm really excited about this fight. This is tied to Ivasa versus Cyril Asker, yes. which I think is going to be a very fun fight. Why don't you put them up on there? Oh, so right I know it, it he won't do like, it. He just won't. He refuses. Look, now we see them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tied Ivasa is a longtime Mark six and Hunt, uh, training partner. Six and zero. Won his first fight in the UFC by knockout. Uh. Heavyweight too. Yeah, who did he beat? I remember he, the. I remember his fight, and I remember who he beat. It was against Rashad Coulter. He landed a flying knee in the late in the first. When round. was that? Uh, November nineteenth, two thousand seventeen. His first name is is Ty. Ty Tuivasa. Yeah, and he only has one fight in the UFC, but he is eight and zero, and he's from Australia. He's six and zero. Yeah, he's a Mark. A Mark. Hunt. Why does it say eight? No, is that say, is that an eight or a six? Oh, you're right. But I'm seeing. Well, who the fuck uh, am I then? Yeah, well, who's Matt? What does he know? <laughs> what do I got? <laughs> Which former champ okay. know? Hey, no. Just reading off the shit, and he's correcting me. What? And uh, tell me about uh, his, uh, his opponent here. Uh, sure, Cyril. The guy has... on the other side, Cyril. Oh. Cyril. He last fought on the China fight. He had a rear naked choke win over Yajang Hu, and then he before that he has a Say loss again? to Walt Harris. Yajang Hu. Who? Come again? H U. Okay, all right. Uh, a a <laughs> rear naked choke submission. And before that. He got fights? knocked out by Walt Harris, and then he has a knockout win over Dmitry Smolikov. Mm, okay. Sm- Ooh, this is, this is I already know who I'm picking. Jimmy, right. look what I'm doing right now. Don't get excited. Oh, I'm itching my feet. I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> Ty Tuivasa. Yes. First round knockout. I don't usually take first round knockouts. I- I'm doing the same thing. You've been great uh, as far as picking up those extra points with the round and all that stuff. But yeah, I'm going first really, round so KO cool. also. I'm not being a hater. I'm sorry, Jimmy. That's okay, buddy. I'm happy when you do well, Jimmy. I'm one of those guys that's happy for my friends. I'm sorry I'm taking my... These boots make my feet sweat, and it's raining here in New York. So I got these big lugs, like, 
like waterproof boots. What do you think here, Matt? Oh, I'm going to go with Ty. Yep. Ty bye. <laughs> I just like to have fun. Of course you do. I do, Jimmy. I do. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm itching my foot right now. Why are you, you sorry? Who cares? Um, An hour late, itching his toes. <laughs> what an enchanting gig this is. <laughs> What am I doing? I'm watching the ravioli lad. It's his feet. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm going to go with Ty. Jesus. And uh, I feel good about what you guys are saying about this whole first round thing. Yeah. But okay. I'm going to say, you know what? Cyril, this guy, listen, look at that guy. Imagine that guy in the dark alley. What do you think of that? He really looked good in his last fight. Too. And he did look he yeah. did look good in his last fight. I'm saying he's hanging in there. Okay. To the second round. Okay. And I think Ty's going to take him out in the second round. Good. Thank you very much. Uh, TKO. Everybody's favorite, Mark Hunt versus Curtis Blades, which please is a very put it on the fight. screen yes. so we could. That's true. I he don't want to do that. He gives he's, you no he's respect. Really just, I'm like trying it. to move things along. Now, What's Curtis Blades' record? He is eight and one. And who did he lose to? He fought and Francis. One, no, uh, Francis was his one loss. Yeah. I am going to take Curtis Blades. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm going to take Curtis Blades. What we? What? What? Um, yeah, this is shocking. Actually, this is this is like what? How old is Curtis Blades? Uh, <coughs> let's see. He is twenty six. Jesus, uh, I'm gonna take <laughs> Curtis Blades. The beard, the beard makes him look a little bit older than twenty six. Yeah. No. Yeah. That yeah. just came <laughs> out. Right. That came out like a. What's that, Jimmy? I'm going to take Curtis Blades by... My feet feel so much better, Jimmy. Yeah, they look better, too. Thank you. My first instinct was Curtis Blades by decision. That, I'm going to take, Cur- I'm gonna take Curtis Blades by decision. Okay. Go ahead. He's there. a younger guy. Uh, Mark Hunt has not been as effective in his last couple of fights. And again, he's still a killer, and he could knock out a rhino. Yeah. But I see Curtis Blades as being a younger faster guy who knows he has to stay away and I don't think he's going to stand there and fucking trade with Mark Hunt. I don't think Mark Hunt wants to trade with him either. No. And he's obviously fought a giant hitter in in, in Ngannou. How did Ngannou beat him? Uh, it was a doctor's stoppage. It was a cut right. over okay. his eye. But I mean, he was taking damage against yeah. Ngannou. But he took Ngannou's punches. Ngannou, That's right. true. I agree with you, man. I, I actually had that written down too. I have Curtis Blades by decision. Okay. No disrespect to Mark Hunt. He can I'm not disrespecting Mark Hunt. He's never come on this show. I love him. <clears throat> Matt. Okay. Everybody just thinks that I want to be different. Mm-hmm. They think I like to be wild and crazy on UFC Unfiltered, and they're absolutely right. I do like to be crazy, Jimmy. I know you do. But there's nothing crazy about my pick. Okay. okay. Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt is a pimp. He is amazing. Yes, and he, he is. Hits. Listen to me. This is going to be shocking to hear. Yes. He hits really, really hard, Jimmy. You understand me? I never thought of him as a hitter. No, 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 no. Listen, All I know right. you're thinking flying on bar type of guy. I feel that Mark Hunt, even though it might be hard to find that chin under that and under, under Curtis's fucking beard, he'll find it. <laughs> yes, he will. And unless he has some some steel plate in that underneath that beard, I believe he will be getting KO'd in that second round. He'll make it through the first. And then he's got that second waiting for him. And then all of a sudden, you know what Mark Hunt does? He goes, oh, look at this. I got my range. I found it. 
And I think that's going to be the the, the You the might be right. Curtis. You know what? I might be wrong, Jimmy. What's the reach difference? You could be wrong, but this is a big step. Uh, well, and Curtis Blades has an 80-inch reach versus Mark Hunt's 72-inch reach. So that's eight an 8-inch reach. Yeah. Never really been a big problem for Mark Hunt, but that is a big... Well, again, reach. the older you get, and, and, and again, yeah, I think it's probably the a wiser, little harder. You're right, Jimmy. The you, wiser you get. Is that what you you do? No. <laughs> oh, you're saying with the age comes experience. Yeah, Jimmy, again, very valid no. point. What? With age also comes a slight the mind is more willing than the body and i think it becomes a little harder to close distance as you get older i think against a hitter like curtis blades a guy who again has proven he can take punishment i think it is a little harder to close different distance and at heavyweight eight inch reach again didn't matter with nganu against stipe but stipe mark hunt is not stipe right um as far as age right now and, and speed yeah no again i love mark hunt yeah now does curtis go for a lot of takedowns i don't think so he does. He can. I have to pee one more time. He you can. guys keep talking. He, I apologize. No, no. Listen, this is you getting back at me. You, I deserve it. Rose Don't is put a real naked choke. Soon. So. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, Curtis can go for a takedown. I mean, uh, to me, I think he's going to use his speed, try to keep at range, and uh, obviously stay away from that right hand. Can but. I ask you if Jimmy um, lives in a barn? <laughs> oh, he left the door Look open. The door yeah, it's okay. He, it's just it's, a, bo- it's bothering me though. It's just to show how quickly he's going to run right back. All right. Okay. Uh, wait, did you? So you picked Curtis also? Uh, yeah. Well, we're t- yeah. I have Curtis uh, right. by decision. I, I don't think he's going to stop Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt. Do you know how many chins he found in his day? Oh, please. you understand? Please, I mean, he's... how many walk offs he has? Walk off, knock, knockout. Walk-offs? It's the cool. It's one of the coolest things in the sport. Watching Mark Hunt just hit somebody Dude. once and turn away. He knows Let it's over. Let me tell you, he's yeah. not surprised how it, how it ends. No, and uh, he's been he's been just chomping at the bit to get back in there, getting right. angry, cursing at the my good buddy Dana. <laughs> yeah. Everybody thinks I'm a I'm a Dana Shill or a fucking cat. He's my he's my buddy. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Right. Be like, yeah, he's an ass. I don't know. I like the guy. Whatever. But you've not but, been afraid if if you disagree with Dana. It's not like hundred percent. I don't like him yelling at my buddy Uriah Hall when other guys miss weight more. Right. All right, just kidding, Dana. Don't fly my. Ass. <laughs> I'm only kidding, buddy. <laughs> it's me. I listen, Dana. No, Dana. One of the reasons why he has me on looking for a fight is because I could break his freaking balls. Right. And he even told me like after like we shot the first, he goes, "Look, that's awesome, man. Like some guys wouldn't do that because they're you know yeah. they're like on eggshells with the guy. Well, you guys are that East Coast you know yeah. connection. Damn right we are. Who's that? You and who? I, I literally me and you, Jimmy, because me and you. That's true. Too. I feel like I know you way longer than we do it than six I know. months than we've been doing this show. We're very comfortable. How long have we been doing this show for? Year and a half. I know, <laughs> but uh, you know, it does go fast when you're having a uh, good time. I know. Let's get look at this main event. Look at that. Mm. I I mean, Yoel Luke. I, I um for the interim title. Yep. I got. I know what I was gonna say. I, I, I know I, too. Well, I want to go. Rockhold second go? round knockout. Whoa. And again, no disrespect to Luke, but when he did that to Weidman with that flying knee, he's flying knee and his... Romero, his, you mean? No yes, disrespect Romero. To Romero. What did I say? You said no disrespect to Luke, but you're taking Luke. No, I'm taking Romero. Oh, you said Rockhold. Oh, did I say Rockhold? Yeah, yeah Oh, I apologize. I meant you all Romero. Oh, I'm taking Romero by a second round now, knockout. Right. I apologize. Everyone, everyone's confused. What is going on? I'm Who taking, are you picking? Yoel Romero, second round knockout. I was looking up at that. And I'm thinking that Rockhold is very tough, and I'm not saying he can't take it, but Romero's explosiveness and the fact that he's fucking 72 years old and he still <laughs> looks like he just got out of high school. Yeah. And the fact that he's got another shot at a title if he wins this. I, I think that, uh, again, after what he did to Chris, who's a younger, strong fighter, a smart fighter. Yeah. Uh, you don't got to bring that up every 
But no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, only kidding. It's, a- it's it, to be the guy that good. Yeah, Romero is still very, very dangerous. Oh, yeah. uh, for sure. How many yeah. times does uh, Luke Rockhold go for those low shots? Maybe never, but that's not the point. No, it's, and Luke it's not Rockhold, the point. very effective kicking, uh, striking. I, I agree, and I'm, I'm guessing he has an advantage of reach over uh, Romero. My he incorrect? does. He's a four inch reach advantage, but Romero and a three is three inch leg kick. Okay, like, yeah. Like he may knock Romero out with a kick in the first round. And then guess who's going to have a piece of humble pie? <laughs> Me. But I'm, I'm taking Romero's second round knockout. Okay. Y'all do what y'all want. Um, I'm with you, man. I'm not with, no, I'm not with you at all, actually. But what do you got, Christopher Deuce? Sometimes I like to be last. So, but I don't have to be last every every time. Do you want to be last? No, I'd love to go, actually. I'm just yeah, to be nice. Funny. You go ahead. Um, I'm taking Luke Rockhold. I'm okay. taking him by fourth round... Submission. I think Luke is going to stay at range. He's going to use his kicks. And when it goes to the ground, I think Luke has a you know tremendous what? advantage. You might be right. This guy is a lot smarter no. than either one of us in the audience. No. And everybody gives him credit. No. <laughs> Why would you? No. no. He's not at all? No. He's just, I think that's fair. I, I really like it. I'm saying we give him credit for being smart. I'll so tell you right smart. now, we might be on the same page, me and Christopher Producer. All right. Because this is what, I, this, this, out. This is what I'm feeling. Enjoy. I'm Listen, this, this is the deal. Let me just let me just tell you how, how I see things. I like what Chris was saying about the uh, about the range because yep. I feel that that Luke has very nice kicks and he's not going to get caught when he doesn't go for low shots. But uh, Romero's very very hard to um, out grapple in the sense of getting him on his back. Yeah, but but Rockhold's got such a a good back take and he's got that body triangle. That is true. Uh, and from there. He has very good control to getting on top, from going from back to mount, from mount to back. Very, and he's going to get on top eventually. From from that, I believe, from taking yeah. his back. So um, I feel it might. It's going to be a little hard in the beginning because he's so explosive, but it's hard to keep that up. Oh, the motherfucker's playing with the mic. Could so you? What are you? What are you get a net and start I'm catching sorry. fucking things? What are, you doing? what is Jimmy? I thought he was doing the one second because Rose I is th- calling. I thought you were thinking about getting a net and start <laughs> catching. <laughs> Jimmy, what is he doing? Getting the lint the off mic. the microphone when I'm in a thought. That's okay. He knows what he's dealing with on this side of the table. But getting the lint off the mic is not bad. Yeah, Jimmy, I'm making up for not being here. I know because okay. I'm having such the audience right now. I still don't know who's having pick. as. I didn't pick. Well, you were you were agreeing with me. That's what you yeah. were saying. Yeah. I don't distract them. Sorry, you were agreeing that Chris is a little smarter. Don't distract oh, them. Oh fuck! I'm so lightheaded right now. Go ahead. Don't be distracted. I gotta stop. When I drive, I can't laugh. I'll go. I'll hang up on Longo or somebody because I'll fucking crash. Yeah. I can, look at me. This ain't normal, Jimmy. Red. All right, don't distract oh, them, please. Right, can we get I back to it? Jimmy wants to get out of here sometimes. No, 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 but this I want is, for Rose to call. I do feel... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at the card. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to say, listen, just to be different than Chris, the producer, uh-huh. I'm going to say the third round, he, he can make it happen. Even though I was... In, I mean, oh, no, I'm, that's all I'm going to say. Otherwise, I'm, I'm like this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Well, I see how the other guy could win on so many points, but I'm not being that guy. But how close is that decision? See, so that makes me that. that what are we good. talking about? The, the machi- I know what you're talking about. The machi- oh, well, but the way you picked me, yeah. yeah. God, keep making excuses for your picks uh-huh. and whatnot. Okay, right. um, I'm going with Luke Rockhold by ground and pound in the third. Oh, so you're going with a, a knockout or a TKO? In the third That's round. what I'm saying. All right. Okay. I would yeah. say rear naked, unless unless Yoel Yoel wants to go out with a rear naked because he's tired and he says, "All right, take my neck, please." Right. I doubt he doesn't have a fucking neck. Right. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Rockhold lands a lot of intro, like different submissions than you're yeah. used to seeing. It's in true. USA, you know? But uh, look at that guy. That guy puts no, his, for he sure. puts his, he put, he does like a fucking shrug. And he's, he's, it's like a turtle in a fucking shell. We got Rose on the phone? Uh, not yet. She's calling in two seconds. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy makes my job fun. Well, I wanted, while we're waiting for Rose to call, what? actually, what, we were discussing what? it earlier in the show, and we wanted to Go bring now. it up with you, Matt. What is it? Um, talk Yamasaki. to me. Yeah, Mario um, Yamasaki's. Stop it. We Jordan. talked well, about that already. Yeah, but he, he released a oh, statement, though. What did he say? Quick. Rose <laughs> might be calling. Yeah. Because now I'm excited to know. I like hearing the news, the news here, Jimmy. Yeah. Just a couple of minutes. She is wrapping an interview, and she's going to call us. As right, it's serious? No, she's. Uh, it's with the newspaper. All right, but wait, yeah, were you right. about to say something? Yeah, I was gonna. I, well, I was just checking my text there from from Josh about Rose. So Mario Yamasaki. What and did I'm he say? I'm interested to see what you think about this. What, what did Lord Josh say about Rose? Go ahead. <laughs> Me too, man. Uh, this is just part of the. Just part of it. Go the, ahead. The statement. He said, "The way I see it, okay. I allowed Pedrita, which is Priscilla Cachoeira's nickname, to be a warrior and keep fighting. I could have stopped the fight in the second crucifix or in the mount, but she was moving at all times." I also recognize I should have stopped it on the first tap of the rear naked choke, and I only stopped a few seconds later. As for other people's opinions, they, again, have their right to issue them. I, I'm just interested as somebody that's been in there, as somebody that's that's a coach, is that the right mindset for a referee to have of, like, letting the fighter be a warrior, that type of thing? I mean... It's a... It's, it's, a, it's not really about him letting somebody be... He's there for their safety. Yes. Right. A, a, right. Th- this is the thing. I've had a fight where... Longo, I, I I know being in there that if my trainer tried to stop it, like I I know I threatened Longo before, and I love Longo, but I told him don't don't you dare. It felt like a, it, was a, it was a scene out of a fucking Apollo. Yeah, where, cut me, Ray. No, cut me. No, when a Rocky was gonna <laughs> stop it, and Apollo's like, don't you stop this fight. But anyway, it wasn't like that. But I I was very tired. I was very tired in my uh, Carol Parisian fight. Very tired in that last round, and. uh in between rounds and Ray was like, Hey man, you know, are you able to get through this? You know? And, and do you want, you want me to do something? I don't know what exactly he said. You have to ask him. He probably know better. Cause I was fucking exhausted, right. but I just thought, I, I definitely told him, don't you fucking dare stop this, you know, but you know, uh, I got through, <laughs> but I yeah, mean, I, yeah. but it is different. And I, and I protected myself. It wasn't that bad, but it's different for the referee, man. He's there for that. He's not there to say, I'm going to let her be a warrior. Just take a beating, Right. I don't know what it really that might shorten her career. Maybe she's maybe she's too proud to tap. And now it's your job to say, hey, look, that's right. I know you're a warrior, but I'm going to I have to look out for you. But, hey, you know, again, I said it before. I'm going to say it again. Who am I, Jimmy? Don't oh. say ravioli, lad. That sticks. People love that. <laughs> they love it. Kimura bucko. They love it. Do they call you that on Instagram? A hundred percent. But I don't mind, though, because I like that. I mean, they're, I mean, they're listening. I like that one. Ravioli lad, there were some different Kimura ones that were so awful, but it shows me that they are having fun with us and the show. I laughed really hard when I saw Ravioli lad on Instagram. It's it's ridiculous. Oh man, no, we have fun. We do. I let me tell you. Can I uh, listen until Rose calls? I'll stop talking. Oh no, please keep talking. You know my day. It starts with with, with, listen. I'm listening. Hugs, kisses, my kids, my wife. Then I leave. And I rolled my I rolled my buddy uh, Detective Monahan. He's retired now. Oh, Detective Monahan was he on Quincy? Well, wow, listen to I'm me, Detective Monahan. There was a girl's body. Listen to me, I'm a Quincy. <laughs> Detective I'm Monahan. Hey, Quince, what are you doing? He was speed from fucking the Odd Couple. How old am I? Oh, now you're pretty old with that shit. 
Listen to Patrick me, Jimmy. Monahan. You're not I am not Nobody knows that reference, but Longo. Quincy. Save well, these know references. Quincy. Save the references for fucking Longo. Will, will Ray know Quincy and reference? Fucking uh, what? Detective Monahan. You keep bringing this up. Nobody be talking about it. it. But anyway, he's a retired anyway and a black belt. More than more. All right. You know, I'm no detective, but I found some fucking Camorras around. <laughs> I had a great time. Sweat it out. He put some kind of octopus guard on me. I don't know what the What's fuck. What's that? I don't know, a bunch of tentacles. I don't Sounds know. delicious. I don't know. Once there's too many grips, you lose me. I try to. I bust. I. I concentrate on breaking grips and improving. Are you my good position. at breaking a grip? I like to isolate and dislocate. You know what I'm saying? Could you dislocate someone's shoulder? Oh, 100 percent. Want me to show you the video? <laughs> yes. I will. I got it right on my phone. I'll show it to you right afterwards. It's kind of. I don't want to make it for the now because yeah. you're not going to hear nothing but me going. <laughs> I breathe, and then I and then I rip a Kimura. I'll post it tomorrow. Um, as long as it's okay, my buddy. I got a message from from who Tom on Instagram. Oh, He's hi a Tom! Fan of the show from the oh, UK. thank you. Leave a rating, Tom, and yeah. a comment. He was suggesting yes. a and he puts it in quotes. You know, a shitty game for Jimmy and. Kimura Usman over here. That's what he's calling you. Kimura Usman. Um, I don't mind that. He, so he wanted to run he's it by, and you guys can tell us what you think. Okay. How about after main events, co-mains, okay. and championship bouts, okay. you three could pick who you think the winners and losers fight next. Bonus points for being correct or, or getting kind of like... However, what do we lose if they've called him out in the ring? That's true, yeah. Oh, wait, let me think. Wait, now what's his name again? <laughs> it's Tom from the UK, oh. who's a big fan. Of he's yeah. a big fan. What's he oh, think? I'm not going to judge him on his, on his ideas. Whoa. Jay, hey, listen to me. Let Chris come up with the games. The games suck enough with him. All right? Calm the fuck down and just listen. Listen, by the way, leave a comment and leave a rating. Because yeah. we really need that. Thank you, Tom. Though. Tom, we do appreciate, though. Rose, hello. In. Hello, yeah, Rose. She's literally calling in two minutes. Josh, Josh. Okay. Why isn't she in studio when she's in New York? This is what we're talking about. Who handles this? Who handles it? Do your best, Seinfeld. What the... I have a car and I'm no. drinking coffee. <laughs> How come you're not on that show? Exactly. I wouldn't know. You I, I don't think show. I'm Jerry's cup of tea. You, are you waiting for drinking sperm with fucking comedians and fucking... I've Hanna? been shooting that for years. <laughs> Alone. <laughs> 14 seasons. Uh. Yeah. I do Comedian like, drinking I, sperm I alone. I like that show. I do. I wouldn't. I, I've I, never I watched watch. it. I don't support no. anything that doesn't support me. No, I love... I, I love Jerry's yeah. a great comedian. Has Colin Quinn been on that? Of course. Jerry loves, Jerry loves Colin. He does love Colin. Loves Colin. Colin's the funniest guy in the world. It's and he so should. Funny. Colin's the funniest stand-up in the business. He's really, he's really a great stand-up. He is hilarious. Yeah, he really is brilliant. But I don't think I'm Seinfeld's cup of tea. Probably, you're probably a little too dirty for him. Yeah, sorry. Or maybe a lot too dirty. Yeah, I guess so. Well, listen, he's a clean comic. That's terrific. You know, he so. keeps it clean. God bless. Did Everybody's you ever earlier different. in your career at any point like people advise you? You know, if you clean it get out, out of the business. Get this oh. or that? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that crap. Did you ever try it or no? No, nah, I'm not. It's not. Wasn't. My and look at him here now with me. That's right. Yeah. Fucking Jimmy, you made some mistakes, though. No? Oh well, Jimmy, I, you're doing great. I made a lot Jimmy, of mistakes. Jimmy, I think we're killing it, Jimmy. I think we're fucking killing it. Yeah, that's why they give us Rosen Studio. <laughs> they're, they're squeezing <laughs> us out. We're in the last drops of toothpaste, Matt. <laughs> can I tell you another reason why I fucking... Can I tell you another reason why I like that Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle? Uh -huh. Jumanji. No, I said Jumanji. You said Jumanji. On, well, tomato, tomato. What I really like about it is it almost has that breakfast club feel. Where in the oh, beginning, Judd Nelson. I dress like him a lot. Listen to me. Well, <laughs> listen to me. Because um, in the beginning, they're all, you know, one's a little bit of a nerd. The other one's like the, the typical jock. And the other guys that are doing the homework for the jock. That's a typical thing. And then there's the nerdy girl. And then there's the, uh, who else is there? Am I missing somebody? Kevin Hart. Then there's like the weirdo, whatever there is. Kevin Hart. Oh, then there's like the, the, the stuck up girl. 
Did I say her? her yeah, well, yeah, it's like that. And, and so then in the beginning, they're all like, you know, whatever. And then at the end, you know, I don't want to give nothing away, but they it's kind of like the Breakfast Club. Oh, okay, cool. Well, teamwork. Is, oh, no. Is, is, who put the, did, uh, did someone confess putting tape on someone's hiney and ripping their ass hair out? <laughs> Like Emilio Estevez, Breakfast Wait, Club. Jesus. Is, that what, is that what happened? Is that what he did? Yeah, he said that. That was and why then, he was in detention. I, you know what I hate? This is what I hate about that. That was such a perfect um, example of a jock. And, and, and the father, what a douchebag. Yeah. He reminded me of like wrestling coaches when I was younger. And it's not, that's why I didn't do it. They were fucking idiots. They were just like, oh, well, I don't know. You didn't bring the foreman yet? I don't think you have the right attitude. I don't have the right attitude. I forgot to oh, calm the fuck down. Could you calm down? Please. Can I get into martial arts and deal with some people I like? All right, Jimmy. I just don't like that fucking stuck-up attitude. I totally agree. <laughs> I don't like it either. It's a fucking movie, but it's more the attitude. Why are you looking at him? I'm looking at him to see. He's I'm looking his at phone. him too. Hey, listen. What are you looking at your phone? Let's for? let's let. Uh, I bet you should What's call in now. I'm just double check. She's calling in. All right. I'm. I, we're kind of upset. Yeah, I know, she's 15 I know minutes why, late. And it's not her fault. I know why she didn't come in, guys. Who picked her for the last fight? Jimmy did. I did. I picked Rose. Don't tell her I didn't. Oh yeah, um, you did. I That's said we right, had you yeah. picked, meaning you, me and Chris. I'm gonna throw. You mind if I throw Chris under the bus again? Not at all. Well, you picked no, him. No, I didn't. I had you. Okay. Well, well, I'm not gonna oh. do that then. Yeah. But listen. No, to don't me. do that. Come no. on. Chris, Stipe's this already thing. gonna kick. Listen to me. Could you just? You have to have fun with this. <laughs> That's why we make these picks. The fact that you get uncomfortable makes it fun. I know. It makes it fucking fun. I get so excited. Jimmy. I do too. Here we go. Oh, I'm excited now. All right, I love her. Hello. Do we have Rose on the phone? You have Josh, and now you have her. Oh, wait, Josh. Josh, Hello? hold on. Josh, are you there? No, it's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hi, Rose. Where are yeah. you? <laughs> Hi, Rose. Um, I'm in a restaurant right now. Yeah, What's... we're just uh, we're doing a whole bunch of media right now and uh, talking to you. What state are you in? She's... <laughs> I'm in New York. That's so that hurts. Let I me know. tell you something. Not a lot of things hurt. You know how it feels like when you win a fight, it's the best feeling in the world. When you lose a fight, it sucks. By yeah. by you being in New York, okay, with Pat, who we love, and we know you like maybe a few blocks away, you're not in studio. It it kind of reminds me of my GSP fight. I feel just like defeated. My second Aww. one. Not my second one, not when I shot the world. Right? <laughs> It hurts it's our feelings. when you're in studio, that's for sure. But, you know, uh, we'll, we'll make it happen another time. 100% okay. not your fault. It's Josh's fault. Although maybe this was Rose's choice. Do, do you think that yeah. we're, are we unpleasant to look at? I understand. <laughs> that's okay. No, it is Josh's fault. I'm going I'm to I'm go beat him up right now. <laughs> All right, please do. It was good seeing you and Pat this morning, even briefly. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, uh, all right, let's see here. Congratulations, by the way, on your uh, your win. Uh, you went in there very, very zen into that fight with Joanna. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all about controlling yourself, you know. If you can control yourself, there's nothing, you know, that it's really hard for somebody else's game plan to affect you, you know. Were you, uh, were you becoming affected at any point and then decided, like, I have to adopt this attitude? Or what got you to that point? Um, you know, it was definitely, there were, there were moments where I was, I was always constantly being challenged, not just by her, but just my own thoughts and my own doubts and things like that. You know, that's just natural going into every fight, but, um, you know, I just, I just stuck with the game plan. We, we've been studying Joanna for many years. We, we knew this day was coming. So, um, I, I knew what to expect for the most part, you know, um, there's always, there's always some type of surprise, but, uh, we, we know her pretty well. And also talk about mentally strong. Didn't didn't they mess up your walkout song? Like if you were a superstitious type of person, that could really screw you up. Right. Is that true that they I messed know, that up? Dude, that 
that made me so mad, you know, because I literally, uh, you know, because of how negative the the energy had been for the longest time, not just with the fight buildup, but just like the world in general with the news and stuff like I, you know, I have to stop watching the news because seriously, it's always just negativity going on. So um, for me, I wanted a positive, like upbeat uh, walkout song and I chose uh, Michael McDonald's Sweet Freedom. And um, so I was telling Pat, like all week, I was like, man, I just can't wait till they play my walkout song. That's all I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> so I could like jam out. And then when it comes down to it, they ended up playing something different. I'm even in the moment, I was like, I hear some music playing, but that's definitely not my song. And so I was kind of confused if I should even start walking. But and then I made that realization a few seconds in, like, nope, they messed it up. So, all right. How like, did they mess it up? Everybody in this arena, I'm I'm sick of this. Bullshit, you know what I mean? So anyway. How, how did they yeah, mess it up, Rose? Is it the song title similar? No, it wasn't even close. You know, I don't, I really don't know how that happened. Um, I was told it was just, uh, you know, a mistake, an accident. So I don't know. I have no idea. That's fucked up. I hope somebody got fired for that. That's right. Or at least beaten. And, That's yeah, huge, and I got man. the wrong size gloves at first, too. I, I told them ahead of time, I'm a bantamweight size. My hands are a little bit bigger, so I need bantamweight gloves. And I ended up getting strawweight gloves. So then they ended up, we had to, like, do the switcheroo, and it was only, like, you know, we didn't have that much time. We got to the arena late. So it was, like, a series of events that was, like, damn, man. Can I get a break? <laughs> but almost other things, though, it's, it's odd sometimes when these things happen. Other annoyances... Yeah that almost focus your energy and you're not necessarily thinking about, I have to get in the, in the octagon with Yuani and Jaychik. Like sometimes those things are healthy because they occupy your mind with something else for a little while. Oh, totally. And you know, that's kind of something that I'm used to. I mean, I grew up, uh, you know, it just, it, for some reason, I don't know what it is about Milwaukee, but like the way that I grew up, um, it, I just, I've, I've, I've grown accustomed to dealing with chaos and then you kind of get addicted to this chaos in your life. And so now with um, things, my life is a lot different now. It's much more um, balanced and healthy and, like, uh, stable. So um, that's something I've also had to get used to is, like, things going right in my life, you know? That's, that's, that's okay. Like, everything's okay. And that doesn't mean that something bad is necessarily going to happen. So for me, uh, it's an adjustment period. And that's definitely going to be the challenge this time. It's like, okay, maybe everything's going to be perfect. And that's why I'm going to be nervous, you know, because nothing is going wrong, you know? But um, and, and I kind of just make up things in my mind, but you know, that's just, that's just part of growth and that's part of learning how to deal with things. Now, let me ask you, you say you're addicted to chaos or whatever, and I do understand that. Do you, uh, now when you're with Pat, who I happen to love very much, are, are you, uh, are you more likely to look for things to be crazy and start an argument because you're used to chaos or are you comfortable being <laughs> Zen? Um, you know, our, our relationship has definitely gone through a lot of growth over the years. Um, Man, you know, he's definitely one for, uh, you know, picking, picking at my, you know, anxiety and like, like, uh, and I guess joking about, you know, just my paranoia about something bad happening all the time. It's not like necessarily towards him. Um, I'm always, I'm actually like harder on myself than I am towards sure. him. So, so, um, that's something that he, he's hard on me about, you know, if that makes any sense. It's just like, yeah. But, um. Yeah, nowadays I, I think uh, I've I've grown a lot and I've learned to to kind of deal with that and uh, we we. I don't know. We're, we're like an old couple right now. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I find it hard to be relaxed a lot of times, and I look for things to be wrong when they're not. Like, that anxiety addiction yeah, is, is, yeah. is crazy. Oh, by the way, what are you going to do with your music now on this next fight? Because you did win uh, 
Um, you know, a very, very yeah. decisive victory. Are you going to keep the song or are you going back to what you had? No, I'm probably going to change it. Because, um, like, almost every fight I've changed it. Like, only, like, I think twice did I go to the same walkout song. But oh, okay. For the most part, I've always changed my song. And um, this time, I really am enjoying this song. And, this, and it, like I said, it, it might change again just because um, I'm so interested in music that it's hard for me to just pick one thing. So, um, the song that I'm really enjoying right now is called Sleepy Language by Leo and Bushwacka. And it's it's like this crazy synth beat with like, you know, this bass line that's just sick as hell. And so I really enjoy beats like that that get me moving and um and, and that I can shadow box to and stuff. Okay. Now you Jimmy's uh, writing it down. I am. I if Rose likes it, I like it. That's the rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah. Now listen, I had yeah. you, I had you pick to beat Joanna. Um I had you pick to beat her by submission. Um, I thought you were going to take her back because you're so da- you're dangerous on the back. No one yeah. saw a tap due to strikes in the first round. I don't think anybody would have picked that. Right. What exactly? I mean, oh, sorry. Oh no, that's okay. I mean, uh, that's that's like my goal every time I go into the fight. I focus on punch them in the face, take their back, and choke them out. And you know that it it, it always it kind of happens that way almost every time. It just depends on. You know, this is a person, a situation, and, and how it ends up happening. I kind of did end up taking her back and maybe choking her with strikes, you know, like figuratively. Like, I mean, she did end up tapping up, like, whether she was conscious or unconscious, it's just uh, just how it happened. But um, it, it, it's funny because that's how what I always say going into every fight, and that's, you know, what ended up happening. How, how did she look when you were when you were uh, standing up with her for that brief what was it a minute? Um, what, what did she was she faster than you thought she would be? Like, because you're finally in there. With the undefeated champion, I think she was 14-0 at that point. Um, was there any surprises in how she struck? Did she not hit as hard as you thought, or was she a little faster than you expected? Um, you know, in the striking department, she's kind of what I expected. Um, you know, very, very um, on the beat, very, like, traditional kickboxing style. Um, so that was that was no surprise. But when I actually grabbed her, her body, like when I clinched up with her, I was surprised that I was, so like uh it kind of felt um she felt very similar to when I fought Jojo uh Calderwood in an ultimate fighter where where I felt like I could just I was very tempted to to like just manipulate her body and and just keep wrestling but I remember that was the game plan to let her go and and strike with her wow that's an amazing game plan I gotta be honest uh it's like Ali throwing right hand leads against Foreman no one saw that coming no one saw that coming so great job by your coaches yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta think outside the box, you know. You definitely, I mean, it doesn't mean you you put yourself in bad positions, but we definitely knew that that was a, a hole in her game. Was I don't think she's ever really fought somebody that was as skilled as I am in in the striking department. So that was part of the game plan the whole time. Now, Joanna is very, very uh, confident slash cocky, especially in that last buildup between the both of you. Do you feel, because of the way the first fight went and how you took care of business, how do you feel she's going to approach this this one? Did you ever give that? Did you give that any thought? You think she's going to be in your face the way she was, or do you think she's going to be a little more laid back? Um, you know, I think she's she's got to say something. You know, I I know she's probably going to say something. She's still, uh, you know, she right after the fight, she was, you know, right back in the press, and and I have you know respect for that that she was able to uh, get right back out there and uh, show her face to the world and, and face it. But, um, right. you know, to me, I think it's, uh, you know, it, it's not really much of my concern. You know, that's kind of what I'm expecting. I'm not really expecting her to be this quiet, um, silent killer type. 
But if she does end up doing that, that's that's welcomed as well. You know, I think um, what I am expecting is just a better a better version of herself, and that's what I'm preparing for. And I'm I'm preparing to be the best version of myself ever. So. Um, that's all really that I can depend on. Hey, Rose, after you won, uh, you obviously, I guess you and your opponent hugged. Did she say anything to you? Oh, after, after I won, did she say something to me? Yeah. Did she say anything yeah. to you? Um, after the press, she went to the press conference and, uh, we crossed paths in the hallway. She, um, you know, like kind of just gave me a head nod, shook my hand and said, congratulations, all the best to you. And then that was pretty much it. And then she, you know, walked off. Obviously, um, that's a lot to deal with you know uh after sure. being so dominant so that's really all that was said and you know uh it was it was cool so you know i don't i don't expect anything different i don't expect her to necessarily i think i expect her to to respect me more but i think she's gonna still try and be who she was try to be the boogie woman again and um uh it's not gonna work though <laughs> i'll be honest i think there's there's always pressure on the champion when defending but i think there's a tremendous amount of pressure on her because she was undefeated, she's ha- you've dealt with loss before. You understand how to rebound, how to get your confidence back if it was shaken at all. How she handles this, not after a decision loss, after a, not even after a choke, after a tap due to strikes in the first round, that's something that most people didn't expect. How does she handle I think there's a tremendous amount of pressure on her in this rematch. Yeah, um, you know, I don't know. Like, she's kind of, you know, saying that... Uh, I think she's taking the pressure off just a little bit by saying the the weight cut. Um, sure. Talking about that because uh, obviously I I think it's very important you know for fighters to cut weight uh, healthy and not to do too much. So, but yet we're still fighting at 115. So um, that's still that can be a concern. You know, hopefully she does it right. You know, we don't uh, obviously we're, the goal is to um, you know inflict damage on our opponent but at the end of the day we, uh, you know I want them to go back to their families you know happy healthy and safe and and me as well so um, we'll see you know hopefully something maybe went wrong the last time we'll see but I I know for a fact that there's more to it than just the weight cut um, sure. I know for a fact that uh, in order to to catch up with what I've learned I've had to go and reinvent myself and um and I don't think that there's going to be enough time for that. So we'll see. Now, did you hear that Karolina uh, Kovalevich uh, stuck up for you? Did you hear what she said? No, what did she say? She said recently about Joanna's uh, weight-cutting comments, she said, this is Carolina. She said, for me, it's nonsense and justification of herself. I don't know. Maybe it makes her feel better about it, and she's able to lift it somehow psychologically. In fact, every fighter cuts the weight. And it's not pleasant yeah. for anyone. And she puts the guilt on her dietary team. Doesn't Joanna use her brain? If Joanna felt that something was wrong and had too much weight to cut, then I don't understand something. In my opinion, it's just one yeah. big fraud. So she's really, she, her heart is with you, she said, Carolina. Yeah, I've always liked Carolina. Um, you know, she's she's a great competitor. And um, it'd be cool maybe one day to, to rematch her and um, events that lost against her. But you know, I mean, there could be some truth to what she's saying. I don't, I don't really know for a fact. I like to take people's word for it. You know, especially if I'm going into a fight against them, I, I like to, um, you know, I don't, I don't like to draw my own conclusions or assumptions. So, um, because there's a lot we don't know, right? right. Um, but we know for a fact that weight cutting is never good. But I think, I think Joanna does belong at 125. I mean, if, if I've heard of rumors that she cuts. Like, she's always had a hard weight cut, not just this fight. So, um, you know, it's just something that I don't think is – I don't agree with. I, I don't cut that much weight myself. 
Um, I walk around at 125, and then by the fight uh, by fight week, I'm around 120, and I I still drink water. You know, um, I I just don't eat solid food, so that's that's the important way to weight uh, to weight cut. So I think um, I don't know. I just hope I just hope she does it healthy this time, and and let's 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 pray that that happens, and she's the best version of herself, and um, I can prove that I'm the best in the world. Well, I don't think anybody doubts that, Rose. Honestly, I, I think you did prove that. And I, got, I had a Rose uh, moment. I don't know if I've told you this or seen you since. I was in Iceland over the summer. Good time to go there. It's delightful weather. And um, oh, nice. <laughs> one, of the, one of the spas I went to had an ice tub. And so, of course, Ooh. I said, inspired by Rose. Rose does it. Jim does it. Um, yeah. Let me, I don't remember how long. Did you last more than 0.3 seconds? <laughs> Oh, uh, yes. Okay, then you outdid <laughs> yeah. me. I, I made it 0.3 seconds. Bad, Jimmy? Yeah, uh, I, until my ass touched the water. Like my, my calves were bad. My ass touched <laughs> it. I leaped out. It was it was like sitting in fire. I hated yeah, it. Yeah, that, that can happen sometimes. <laughs> no, um, you got to be ready for it, man. Like, you went breathing or something? <laughs> I, I don't know what I did. I just said, Rose inspired me. I'm like, I'm going to be a better yeah. gym. I was not a better gym. I was a worse gym. Uh, so how long, uh, did you, how long did you last in that ice tub? So, like, a, a aver- on average, what I kind of work towards is uh, six minutes in the ice bath. Um, and then sometimes I'll just do my legs. Sometimes I'll do the full body. You know, closer to the fight, I'll do my full body um, up to my neck. And then I'll just do a full dunk with my head under. Um, and then sometimes, like, in order to just, like, wake up in the morning and instead of, like, taking a shot of espresso or coffee to wake you up, I'll, I'll just uh, dunk my whole body into the ice bath and it's, it's crazy because we just have this tub sitting out in the backyard and in the winter time, like right now, it just stays cold uh, the whole season. So I can just dunk really quickly and it's, it's a huge shot of adrenaline and it's crazy how, you know, it can wake you up. But what, what, before we let you go, what, is it, what does it do for you to sit there for six minutes? Is, is it about getting control of your body or does it, do you believe in like, what's that cryotherapy? Have you tried that? Yeah, I think cryotherapy is great, and I think if you have access to it, it can be a great tool. Yet, I think, you know, just keeping things simple. I don't think you need all this technology to, to get good results on things. And sometimes it's, I, I believe the ice bath is harder for me to do than it is the cryotherapy. Just, just to, like something about the water and something about um, circulating water even, is even better. Like, and so, I don't know. I just believe in ice bath because anybody can do it. Anybody, anybody has access to it. And it's just, it's, um, it's actually more difficult, like mentally and emotionally to do than, than the cryotherapy. But I mean, you know, it, it, cryotherapy is also a great thing, a great tool if you want to like ease into it or, sure. you know, if you believe in it, you know, I think whatever you believe in, it works, you know. I, I have to correct you. Everyone cannot do it because uh, <laughs> you're, 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 I, I tried it and it was horrendous. Uh, Look, Rose, we, we love you and, and we, we are, we're so happy for you and, and your win. And I have faith that you're going to defend the belt. Uh, Joanna was a great champion. But uh, I, I don't. I don't see her coming in and beating you, especially after the, the way that first fight went down. So after you win the title, which you will retain the title. Sorry, we'd like you to come in. If, you, if you're still in New York on that following uh, Monday, we'd love to have you come in and congratulate you. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. Well, give Pat Barry my best and Matt's best, yeah. and uh, we'll see you soon, Champ. Okay. Thanks, Champ. Yeah. Thank you for talking. All right, Rose. Take care. Right, bye bye. Bye. I'll tell you, man. It's so nice. She's, She's one a, of my favorite so people to interview. What a yeah. Positive positive person she wants Joanna to be the best Joanna if I'm fighting someone I literally want them to get the flu and be yes. shitting their pants in the van on the way over <laughs> no nah, not the shitting part yes you don't want they're that. weak you might want that no not for those reasons I don't like that
This was a fun one. Uh, Jimmy, Someone's got to pee. Jimmy, let me tell you, <laughs> you've got to check out your bladder, homie. Dude, I pee a lot. I drink a lot of coffee. Okay. Uh, I had a great time. I'm sorry for being late, everybody. I'm not mad. But boy, did I make up for it. You did. A little fire plug. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. All right, this was great. We will see you Tuesday. Yep. Okay. Hugs and Kamoras. Oh, no. wait, wait, wait. Let's oh, wait, say, I'm sorry. UFC 221 this Saturday. <laughs> oh, let's plug it. Sorry. 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern on pay per view. Yeah. The FS1 prelims are on at 8 p.m. Eastern, and the Fight Pass prelims start at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Or watch a Quincy Marathon. No, that, that's no. Right. Bye, everybody. That's for Jimmy for that fucking reference. Bye! The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.